In today's psalm verse, we pray, You have searched me and you know me, Lord. Where can I go from your spirit? From your presence, where can I flee? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I sink to the netherworld, you are present there. Hello again. I recall readily that sacred moment when I walked up the steps of the novitiate of St. Isaac Jogues in Warnersville, Pennsylvania, and by so doing entered the Society of Jesus. It was, 50 year, for, it was 48 years ago this day. There were 26 of us in the class. Besides the various social adjustments, there were the challenges of developing the daily rhythms of prayer. One of the rhythmic rituals was praying several times a day, focusing especially on the Psalms. Psalm 139, like today's, was one of my favorites. And it helped us as we learned to pray the Psalm, the practice of underlining a word or a phrase that inspired us and led to a prayerful pause. For example, I recall meditating on the phrase, where can I go from your spirit? Back in 1975, a musical version of Psalm 139 became popular through the meditative song by St. Dan Schutte of the St. Louis Jesuits, titled, Yahweh, I Know That You're Near. A link to this spiritual piece may be found next to today's homily link. Psalms may be described as a form of spiritual poetry. Vivid metaphors and profound words often give a prayer a rich assortment of images. For example, ponder the image in today's verse. If I sink to the nether world, you are present there. So often poets, without being explicitly religious, offer verses that speak to our interiority, indeed to our very souls. One such poet was a northern Irish poet named Seamus Heaney. Today is the 10th anniversary of Heaney's death. Notable for the breadth and depth of his verse, Heaney stood as one of the greatest poets of our era. Allow me to recite one of his poems about the saint for whom I am named. It is called St. Kevin and the Blackbird. And then there was St. Kevin and the Blackbird. The saint is kneeling, arms stretched out, inside his cell, but the cell is narrow. So one turned up palm is out the window, stiff as a crossbeam, when a blackbird lands, and lays in it, and settles down to nest. Kevin feels the warm eggs, the small breast, and the tucked neat head, and the claws, in finding himself linked into the network of eternal life. is moved to pity. Now he must hold his hand like a branch out in the sun, and rain for weeks, until the young are hatched and fledged and flown. And since the whole thing's imagined anyhow, imagine being Kevin, which is he? Self-forgetful or in agony all the time? From the neck on out, down through his hurting forearms? Or his fingers sleeping? Does he still feel his knees? Or has the shut-eyed blank of under earth crept up through him? Is there distance in his head? Alone and mirrored, clear in love's deep river. To labor not to seek reward, he prays. A prayer his body makes entirely. For he has forgotten self, forgotten bird. And on the river bank, forgotten the river's name. 
Friends, perhaps you too can sense the call for spiritual surrender, which Heaney's words evoke. Next to today's homily are several other links uh, showing the great wisdom and wit and poetry of Seamus Heaney. Now, one of Heaney's more famous poems is is titled Digging. Almost like a psalmist, Seamus's words speak to my soul as it conjured up images of my Irish father and his father and his father before him. Generations of fathers as they labored in the fields of Donegal. Listen to this verse. My grandfather cut more turf in a day than any other man on Toner's Bog. Once I carried him milk in a bottle, corked sloppily with paper. He straightened up to drink it, then fell to right away, nicking and slicing neatly, heaving sods over his shoulder, to going down and down for the good turf, digging. The cold smell of potato mold, the squelch and slap of soggy peat, the curt cuts of an edge, the living roots awaking in my head. But I've no spade to follow men like him. They did so, as I think of those images evoked by Heaney's poem, I remember the sense of my father talking about cutting Irish turf, whereby they could heat the home. And listening to Heaney's imagery, enriched by his Irish brogue, I sense prayerfully thoughts of my ancestors. And like Heaney, I too recognize that I too, as he ends his poem, quote, but I've no spade to follow men like them. Between my finger and my thumb, the squat pen rests. I'll dig with it. Yes, folks, Seamus Heaney was in many ways like a psalmist, and in commemorating the 10th anniversary of Seamus' death, he has helped me to recognize that throughout the 48 years of my Jesuit life, I have been digging with my pen.